This is Four Minutes of Fire. I'm your host, Bob Boxler. This is episode four. Today, if you've been following along, we're going to get into a bit of an example, which I know is probably relieving for a lot of you because if you're like me, when you're just getting started trying to understand how to do this thing called life a little differently, it's hard to understand and put the all the things together that you're hearing. Yeah, it sounds great to not need to work for 40 more years, but how? So that's what we're going to get into today, and I'm going to share an example or two from my own experience in the past two years of taking what I've learned and executing on them. And it's not easy. It took a lot of time. It took those two years to actually have a couple of results to talk about. So let's get into that. I've been preaching that the save a big pile of money for retirement is a bad plan. And here's why. Let's just take the small amount of $10,000 as an example. And say you you do your damnedest to save ten grand. And option one is you put it in the long-term savings account for 40 years down the road when you can finally retire. Well, guess what? While you're saving that $10,000, or once you have it saved and you can put it to work, quote unquote, to grow, you might put it in a mutual fund if you're really risky and allow it to try to allow it to grow the best you can. The problem is you have no control and you're at the mercy of the market. So let's say it everything goes perfectly and you earn 7% on that $10,000. If you do the quick math, which is the math you need to learn, simple, easy stuff, you figure out every month that $10,000 is earning, should be earning $58 in interest just by sitting there and, and growing at 7% interest if everything goes right. Now, if you're like me and you're an engineer mind, I actually ran the numbers on all my accounts and I found that never really was I ever earning that kind of return. Once you go into the account and actually add up all the fees, and that's the problem with Wall Street is there's all these levels of fees that you get whacked off the top and so your snowball of wealth cannot grow or it can grow, but it's mainly from your contributions. It's far less of a return than they advertise because they take all the fees. They never lose. They just take your money for managing it. So down the road you go, saving your $10,000, you make under $60 a month. Now in example two, in example two, we take that same $10,000 and we do something different. We look to buy an asset with that $10,000. And in my case, I took my $10,000 and I started looking for a house to buy. But not just any house. I wanted to buy a house for a good price. That means I'm going to keep my $10,000 whether the market goes up or down. If I buy at a good enough price, I'll still have my equity. That's step one. And step two is I needed to put a plan in place such that I would cash flow or in other words, the gross rents if I wanted to rent this house out that I buy, would be able to cover all the expenses of ownership. That includes vacancies and long-term maintenance expenses as needed. So it's a very specific asset that I'm looking for. But I found it in just a, well, four or five months of searching. I came across a home that the owner wanted to sell and for a very fair price, and so I made that offer, and I bought it. And my down payment, because of the homework I'd done up to that point, 
research that I'd done with the bank, my down payment to buy that house was only $10,000. I still own that house. And when I rent it out, it actually ends up cash flowing or net profits of cash coming into me each month after paying for all the expenses and holding back for long-term expenses around $400 a month. So my same, that same $10,000 in my control, and I have the power to keep this house, to sell this house, to leverage this house and pull my $10,000 out because I have equity. And then I could have $0 in the house. And what's the return on investment on $0? But my cash flow every month is around $400. So over the course of a year, that's $4,800 of net profits or 48.48% profit or return on investment. That's unbelievable and unheard of in Wall Street.